Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to USA Talk. I'm Fringa. Hello. Hi. This is Lado. Welcome to USA Talk. Oh, that was some real spooky music there, Fringa. It's had a bell ringing to kind of remind me of your alarm clock. Yes, yes. I do like to wake up to the, the funeral bell every morning. It's, it's one of my favorite things and ways to wake up. Morning hack, morning routine. What's your morning routine? Funeral bells. That's what it is. Uh, so how you doing, Laddle? How you I just, doing? Uh, I want to say the only problem with with, with the having the funeral bells for your, uh, your alarm clock is after a while, you just learn to hate that sound, you know, because you hear that sound, it reminds you of waking up in the morning. You know, so now, now every time, like I go to funeral, or every time I hear the funeral bell, I'm always like, "Oh, come, come on!" You know, because I feel it's like I feel like waking up in the morning. Oh, Ladle, it has an opposite effect on me. Uh, when I hear the funeral bell at a real funeral, I get, you know, really hyped up and bushy-eyed and big-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I spring out of the pew and I dance around and I do a little jig and it, it just really, it really empowers and motivates me. Uh, it gives me life and energy. And you know, like you could even think that maybe the deceased would do the same because it would have the same sort of motivating energy for them. But you know, that's just a little like vision I have sometimes when I'm at funerals, uh, you know, just a big dance party. <laughs> I think that we're just different, Laddle. Yeah, like I, I believe we are a bit different there, Fringa, because yeah, well, now I, I just, I'd be conditioned, you know, to hear that bell, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to get up. <laughs> oh, Laddle, oh, that okay. is the idea. Uh, we, you know, I play bell sometimes when, you know, I want to do things that you don't approve of, because then you just lay in bed all day. <laughs> I don't know if I like that idea, Fringa. That sounds like another, that sounds like another April f- fool. Mm, like uh okay. the, the trick you know because yeah it, everybody who listening hello listener hello everybody so today is the april 2nd so that means that yesterday it uh, was the april 1 april 1st mm-hmm. and well that is a that's another holiday we and you know we like to talk about american holiday on this podcast we always talking about full holidays right fringa but some may say that this is the real full holiday, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? Yes, yes. It's also known as the 32nd of March. Uh, so, uh, yes, it is It is the fool's holy day. You know, in my opinion, it's the anti-fool's holiday because only the foolish people are the ones getting tricked, but the ones who are playing playing the tricks and enjoying it the most, the real, you know, people that are benefiting from the holiday are the anti-fool. So I put us in the anti-fool category, Laddle, because we did play a lot of tricks. Um, oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're very anti-fool. We're very anti-fool. And, you know, it's, it's interesting about the, the fool's holiday, you know, is. Uh, we talk about how, you know, there's not a lot of holiday in Europe, but that is also in America. We said that probably St. Patrick's Day is the, the most European holiday in America. But, you know, April Fool is actually celebrated all over the world. And it's in Ukraine. It's actually a national holiday, which is kind of weird. But, they, you know, they do things kind of weird there. And, you know, it's it's got an interesting history, Lazel. It's based on a story about a vain cock. Oh. 
Well, that's yes. the worst kind, cock. Yes, a very vain chanticleer. Like, he, uh, he, was he often, like, walking over to the puddle, looking down at his reflect and just, like, you know, liking what he see? Yes, yes. He's like the fool that stares at his own reflection in the water. Yeah, so he's very vain cock. And he's having existential doom because he believes that he will actually turn into a fox. He's looking at his own mortality and he sees himself turning into a fox and dying. Um, but he's actually being tricked by a fox because foxes are very clever and cocks are very stupid. Yeah, but uh, because the, the foxes are an, they're the anti-fool of the animal. Yes, yes, yes. And so in this beast fable, uh, this um, poor cock, this Chanticleer, he basically gets played because his ego is so big that he falls to the, the fox's ruse. And it's just all about how, you know, you're vain and you're approaching doom and you don't know what to do. And so you wake up the chief, favorite of the seven wives of per Pertitolote, <laughs> and she she tells him that he's only suffering from indigestion, and she chides him for paying heed. So to this, I yeah, this is uh you know this is a very complicated story for a fool's holiday, but uh, I highly suggest you all read this really wonderful tale called the Nun's Priest's Tale because that's where April Fool come from. It's March thirty second, April first. What what I thought that the the month end at uh, the thirty one. Well, that's oh, that's the April Fool. April oh, Fool. Is that the joke? That's yeah. the April Fool joke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that uh, because I'm an anti fool. Yes, I'm an anti fool. Yes. Just you fall like, into the anti fool category. Yeah, we both do. Just like just like the fox. Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're not the couple of cocks. Uh, no, we're, not being we're, we're we're a couple of fox. Yeah. That's yeah. very true. In fact, you know, I even play some some prank on on Fringa this year, Lister. It was pretty funny. Can I tell them, Fringa? Oh, fine. Yeah. Okay. So I tell Fringa, "Hey, Fringa. Oh no, the 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 policeman here at the homestead, and he wants to talk to you about all the parking tickets you burned." And and Fringa like, "Oh no, don't make. I don't want to see the those policemen." And then she goes to the door, right? And and then the policeman walk in, and here's what's so funny, is he kind of he start dancing, right? So the policeman start dancing, and Fringa like, oh, <laughs> and then and then the policeman he he start he take his clothes off, and Fringa really like what? But then you could see that it was actually Bomji the monkey underneath oh. the whole oh. time. Yes, because, well, Fringa wanted to have a monkey for the spring break. So now you have your monkey, Fringa. Bomji come and he do April Fool joke on you. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. Uh, very creative. Um, and, you know, it was also a gift at the same time because I got a monkey. So well yes. done, Laddle. Well done. And you know, we do we do our old standards of you know you know swapping the night monkey for the sheep shearer. We uh, put like a big you know we take all the old wool and we wrap up a night monkey into the wool and we hand it over to the sheep shearer and say surprise. And then she gets scratched up a bit, but it's it's a pretty good joke. We do that every year for her. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember her name, but she's got you know she's she oh we we set Brenda. her up with. Brenda, 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 
Grinda, Grinda, Grinda yeah. the future. Uh, yeah, she's dating uh, Franklin, maybe. I don't know if, if that, anything ever came of that. But yeah, so we did that to her. We dump all of our old onions in Magda's front yard. We also like to toilet paper Horace's house, but we do it with the, the feed bags um, instead. And that covers a lot more surface mm-hmm. when you use the feed bags. And so it's like really makes a big mess. And uh, we also dump a lot of feed too, which attracts all the birds and the crows <laughs> and the ravens and the pigeons, uh, the Horace's property. So that's and a good the rat thing too. too. And the rat, hell yeah. Don't forget about the rat. <laughs> and the yes. And you know, I e- one year I even, Laddle, I, I went and I replaced all the spoon in the homestead with ladle I mean ladles (laughs) (laughs) I forget that that's it kind of sound like my name a little bit but they were big as super ladles and uh you know, they're just so hard to eat the cereal with. So that oh was a God. real laugh. That was yeah. crazy, Lado, because I was eating my goulash and I was like, why am I eating this so fast? And why am I eating <laughs> so much of it? And it was because I was using a ladle instead of a spoon. Silly ladle. <laughs> yeah, that was a real fun time, mm-hmm. you know. And actually, our monkey, Bamji, Bamji found one of those ladles recently and he's been eating and drinking out of it ever since. Uh, Bamji like a ladle better than the spoon. So, well, but you know, mon- monkeys have them funny little lips. And yeah, we so. have a lot of ladles for him. So it's, you know, now we know what to do with our surplus of ladles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Lado, what else is going on? Well, we do have a very special person here with us today at the homestead uh we just had him uh fly in with the private buzzcast jet to our our barn and he's a very special guest and some of you may have known him before i've heard of him before he some of you may know him as the the dead man some of you may know him as um min mark some of you might even know him as Undertaker, but we just like to call him our friend, the pissed off taker. Pissed off taker. From Welcome. Twitter. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're you so know, happy you're here. I, I just would like, <clears throat> I would like to salute the brave, the, the brave police officer I saw <laughs> earlier. I'd like to salute him. He was dancing around, but I don't know why. But he has my respect, just like any of the boys in blue. Oh, yeah. His name Bamchi. Bamji. Excuse me? You Are you telling me that a proud, that a proud police officer was just a monkey this whole time? Have you been making a monkey out of me, Laddle? Well, his, his name Officer Bamji. Oh, Mark, mm-hmm. you know that the, the, this was the the the, hol- the full holiday of the the the, oh. the April Fool. You know that, right? Uh, I didn't know that till much later. Unfortunately, actually, got me a little pissed off. But I don't want to talk about that right now. I would like to thank you both for having me, though. Lovely homestead. I love the big spoons you got here. Yes, we call them ladles. Yes, they're called ladles. 
Maybe you can work a yeah, ladle into your into your wrestle act. Mm. Like you can just like swing it around your head and hit people over the head with it, um, or you could well, like use them like nunchucks. Oh, or you that could, would you, go over big. Yeah, you could use it to hit the bell. Oh yeah, mm, the that, funeral that's bell. The timekeeper's job. The the funeral oh. bell or the wrestle bell. That's the druid's job. Now, oh, now, the druid. So I am retired from the great sport because Vince McMahon don't care about me no more. I'm just chopped liver now. I'm sorry to be down. I appreciate the setup here. It's fantastic to be on. USA Talk, the greatest country in, in the United States. The yeah, USA. We definitely agree with that. Right, Fringa? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but before we start, I, I need to clear something up with uh, The Undertaker. Um, just a real quick question for you before we get started. Uh, why mm -hmm. did you try to hit Miss Elizabeth with a steel chair? Well, glad you asked. <laughs> Me and Jake Roberts, we were crashing the wedding of the macho man. Because we didn't get an invitation. Now, how the hell is that supposed to make me feel when you got Brutus Beefcake, Hulk Hogan, the Nasty Boys, but you don't send Mean Mark an RSVP? Well, then, that's going to get me a little pissed off. I thought so I was within reason. Yeah, mean Mark. Why they call you mean Mark? Uh, is you mean because it's mm -hmm. kind of sound like they be mean to you sometime. Maybe. I don't think I've ever looked at it that way. It's just they get me so pissed off sometimes that I just can't take any of their crap. And when I go to the ring, I might be walking slow, but in my head I'm thinking, get out of my way because I'm pissed off. And sometimes so, so I is, think, yeah. Is, is that why you have beef with our vice president, Kamala? Mm, no, no. Excellent question, by the way, Fringa. Is she you a know, wrestler fan, the mm, Kamala? Not exactly. It was the great. Well, he's no longer with us. It was Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Oh, put different, away in a casket house. match. Mm -hmm. General so do confusion. Think, do you think that uh, the Kamala Harris, our vice president, she should tell everybody that she is not the same as the wrestler, the the Kamala, the Kamala. No, oh, but Fringa, that probably how she got much of the vote. Mm -hmm. Oh, hit, yeah, yeah. Laddle, yeah. laddle, you hit, you hit the nail on the head. That's an American saying right there. Or the Bullseye. nail in, in, the, in the coffin. <laughs> say, that's a little one for you, the dead man. Yeah, the dead man. <laughs> now that's, hey, you know what? That's that kind of humor. It don't offend other people. That's the humor I like. Nobody's hurt. And that's right. I, you know, Trump, he promised me some stuff. I didn't know where he stood. And then I see my old friend Kamala's name on the ballot. And I think, well, hey, we got our history. But he's done all right by me. And I wrote his name 
and Joe Biden's name reluctantly on that ballot. Or I could have just circled it in. So I don't know if it counted or not, but I still wrote in their name. And uh, I, I think that's an investigation right there. That may have been while so many people were pissed off January the 6th. Oh, yes. Oh, did, did that could be, a, is that a conspiracy? Maybe. Mm -hmm. So people thought that they were, they were voting for the wrestler? They think that. Yeah. Makes sense to me. This is some real USA talk. This is the greatest country in the thank you, Laddle. That is this is USA, the greatest country in America talk right here. And that's just that's just my two cents, another American saying. But yes. I got more than two cents. I got a lot of change in my pocket for when I go to my favorite place, the Cumberland Mall. <laughs> What's that? Uh we like, like we like the malls. You like the mall. The mall has it all. Wow! I go in, I go you know in to get Mark? my steps. Yeah, we have so much in common. Mm -hmm. This great. Uh, pissed off taker. I have a question for you. Have you go ever been it. inside a grave? Just like a my real own. one. Yeah, like do do you have one already dug for you, and you like lay in it sometimes? In a first casket match with the villainous Mick Foley, I got hit with a shovel by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and they buried me six feet under. They buried you? Well, the, mm -hmm. the what kind of bird did they attack you with? <laughs> like a no. like a goose, a crane? It was not no goose. They hit me with a shovel, ladle. Follow oh, along. That, oh. Mm -hmm. oh, that's dangerous. I got when I woke up out of that dirt. Well, hell, you ever seen the movie Kill Bill? Uh, is USA no. Cinema. Do you she see got, that finger? She got out of the casket. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. She punched her way through like me. And when I got out of the casket, you know what I was? Uh, Pissed off. <laughs> oh well that makes sense you know yeah. nobody like be buried alive so you do have some experience uh with with the coffin um mm -hmm. yeah i was going to ask you uh mr piss off taker wh where you get the idea for the name undertaker do you have any experience as a funeral director excellent question i thought i would like to do a I wanted to give my opponents a bit of a fright. You understand? I wanted to give them a little bit of spooky nature. And that's why I called myself the Undertaker. But then oh, it formed over like me. Oh, I love to do a little spooky. I once <laughs> shot lightning. I once burned my brother alive, Kane. <laughs> I uh, kidnapped my Kane, boss. your brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know that you are also a big... <laughs> what about... The, you're a big... What about... What, <laughs> what about Abel? Oh, no, no. Just Kane. The big red machine. Lavel's just bringing her Bible talk into it again. Oh, yeah, sorry for interrupting you, Fringo. No, that's what, what, a good what, book right there. That's some good yeah. reading. See, I tell you, me and the mean Mark have so much in common. I crack when I, I go to a, 
when I go to a motel, I say, make sure you got the finest Bible in my room. Oh, okay. Piss off, taker. Piss off, taker. If you're so holy, then why do you use chloroform on your opponents? That was against the mighty giant Gonzalez, a nude Argentinian who wanted to end my <laughs> WrestleMania streak. A nude Argentinian? He jump in nude? He's nude. He was naked. He was trying to fight you, and he was naked, and he used chloroform the on him. The giant Gonzalez. He's also resting in peace. He was <laughs> nude. And very, like completely very, naked. I'm gonna well, show that, you. That's a, a good reason to, to chloroform somebody, Fenga. I did not like that. I said, "Hey, easy there, big fella. I don't want that on me." That ain't that don't they don't like that in my Bible. I don't know about yours. That's <laughs> the giant Gonzalez right there. I'm sure uh, was he photos. was he buried like that too? Wow. Just curious. <laughs> I, I don't I don't quite know. I didn't I did not attend a wake, unfortunately. But he has my respect. He just I don't know if he if he can fit in the coffin. He's such a big man. I'm looking at the picture of him right now. But he's no longer with us, so you know. Yeah, that's what I say. I don't know how he even the fit <laughs> in the hole, the fit in the coffin. You know, that's a big man. Nope. Well, that big man, so, I took him. I took him down fair and square. Well, yeah, with chloroform. Well, well, he was a nude man. It pissed <laughs> me off. Well, well, then, then other than using chloroform, what's your favorite wrestling move? Oh, yes. We do lots of research on Wrestle Move yeah. Undertaker mm -hmm. to ask you a question. Do you like the like uh, the cut, the cutter, you, the mm. cookie cutter? Mm. And, uh, oh. you know, we also see that you guys, you used uh, DDT in the Wrestle. And that that's interesting bec because we use the, the DDT in pesticide. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now... I see we got a lot in common here, but in wrestling, you know, I like to get a guy, I like to get a good grip on him and really just, just really apply a hold on him. You know, that's how, you know, you can feel the pulse of a man when you got him in what I call the hell's gate. It's Whoa. a triangle choke. I've been there. He's well, well in the hell's gate. I got a man's face. And his arm resting between my legs, and I got him locked in there, and he can barely breathe, and he's turning, he's turning blue like Veruca Salt. Oh, mm -hmm. that sounds real intense, Undertaker. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a good move. Um, yeah. I, I I thought of some move that maybe you could try. I know you retire, man, but but you still come back every now and then, right? You come back. I, I got a lot left in the tank, but my boss thinks I'm chopped liver. Well, you prove him wrong. You, but mm. you maybe you should use some my move on your boss. Mm. Well, Lado, maybe we should have our own backyard wrestling show so the Undertaker can <gasps> debut some of these new moves. That's and a great idea. Get the attention of. Nick Mahon, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, we show him what's up. We show him, we show him who boss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll he teach him a thing so or damn two. Smart, but well, we ain't. teach him a thing or two. 
You know, I I'm so. starting to get kind of mad pissed off too. Yeah. Pissed off Tiger. That's Look, what I like. Yeah. I want to tell you about some of the moves that uh, Fringa I uh, think about. So, well, we ha we have the the classic chop drop, right? Whoa. whoa. Okay. What's that yeah. about? I f well, did that you take your hands and mm. you make like a, a spear with, mm. with your hands and you shove it down whoa. and then and then you drop them down. Okay. Um, oh, that's a, that's the chop drop. The chop drop. Now, now I have a bad back, unfortunately. So I don't know if I can do it. I got a bad back. Oh. I don't know if I could do no chop drop no more. Now in okay. my younger years, I used to when I had long flowing hair. Everybody loved me. And now they don't. Yeah, you don't got no hair no more. Oh, I got plenty of hair. Thank you very much. It's still long. <laughs> It's still very, very long and, and nice. <laughs> it's just not on their head. But well, I, I, I use Pantene Pro V. Well, that's good. Well, the, well what, can you do like the big boots? Like you just take your boot and you hit the other person with it? That's, yeah. That's, you mm. shouldn't have to use your back for that. And Fringa, mm. Fringa we, we're going to call that one the waffle stomp. The waffle stomp, yes. No, I like that. You big, because... your, your, your bigger, your bigger waffle-footed shoe, and you you slap him in the face. You could stomp him, it's like a waffle. I like that very much because it combines my two passions: kicking ass and making good ass food. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, now, I have it. But the problem is, I got a bad back. I could get my. I, could, I used to be able to do a hell of a big boot, you know. They said, you know, my boss Vince McMahon would say, "Take her. That's one of the biggest boots." And I said, "I know, Vince. Thank you very much, Daddy." I love <laughs> I you. said that's that's one big waffle, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I should call it. I have a question for you in your career. Mm -hmm. uh, have you ever wrestled a bear? I have not wrestled a bear. Oh, okay. Then you're not nah, <laughs> If you haven't wrestled, wrestled a bear, I, you don't impress me much. Okay. I've, well, wrestled, nice Re I've wrestled the Repo Man. And I've wrestled, well, I've wrestled the mighty Kamala, Giant oh, Gonzalez. Yeah. Okay. The Demented okay. Viscera. So, like, what one thing that we could do is that we could get a bear at the homestead. We know where they are, and then we could bring the bear, mm. and uh, we'll just like build like a plywood floor mm -hmm. uh, with our two our copious amount of two by fours, and um, we have some like rope, like thick rope, and we'll make a square, and we'll put you and the bear into the ring, and like you can practice some of your moves, and we'll mm. Lazel and I will live stream it on our Instagram live. And it will get a lot of attention. We'll do like hashtag and tag and we'll tag Vince McMahon. And I think everyone will be really impressed if you can wrestle a bear. Vince McMahon don't follow me no more. <laughs> I don't know why. I like the idea. <laughs> now, you know what happened last time I had a bit of rope in the wrestling ring? What, what happened? Mr. I may have hung. I may have hung a... Uh, uh, officer of the law off the hell in the cell in front of 70,000 people in San Francisco. The big you, boss man. 
You hung the police officer? Off a steel cage. He was fine afterwards, but I just got in a zone where I was a little pissed off. Wait, so you're saying that this was a real police officer, not a monkey dressed up as a police officer from the SFPD, and you hung him from the ceiling of a hell cell? Now, no, he wasn't an attractive monkey dressed as a police officer. He was a a Cobb County, Georgia corrections officer named the Big Boss Man. Oh. At WrestleMania, I just, I don't know, I just started seeing red, and I got pissed off do the, do do the sfpd have any monkey uh, yeah. oh yeah i'm sure they have a lot of monkey on their force look yes, that's, yes probably that's, that's cop humor they're they're they, you know those they're they're heroes to me they may not be perfect but hey who among us who among us can well, cast the first stone. Well, so, right, Mr. Taker. I don't know too much about or, it. Or know. cast the first banana. <laughs> that one's now, for again, you, Bungie. That's a good joke. And again, nobody's offended. Why don't the comedians today do that? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, very funny. That's, that's very funny. That's <laughs> very funny. So, Taker, Taker, now that you're retired, I, I, I'm guessing that you don't want to wrestle a bear at the homestead, and that's okay. So, like, what are you doing now in your retirement? Like, what are your hobby? What is your doing for self-care? What is your downtime? Tell us. Well, I'm happily married uh, to a oh, woman. Congrats. Oh, congrats. 27 years my younger. Oh. Uh, wow. Congrats to her. We make it work. Uh, I've taken up a bit of the uh, a passion in the culinary arts, and I oh, like yes. cooking good ass food. Lattle and, and I are foodies. Tell us. Hey, well, now I don't go on that Instagram crap website because I go on there and I'm seeing there's a there's a naked porno here, naked porno there. I'm going up and down the, the whole damn. Instagram, it's just bikini after bikini. Uh, Undertaker, that's not fair because you are a big fan of the deep cut leotard top that practically mm-hmm. shows your nipple. So, like, don't, don't, you don't cast the I, first stone. I was Mr. in a cosmetic industry and sex sold. I wasn't happy about it, but I did my part as a sex. You like a, a deep you cut. Well, I didn't want to, but Vince said, Damn it, Taker. Go out there, put on those tight black panties, and go wrestle. Uh, and you know, uh, Mr. Taker, not a lot of people know this, uh, but we actually see you once before. Because believe it not or not, Fringa and Lato have gone to the wrestle show before. And, yeah. well, the way it happened, actually, yeah. So we actually won free ticket. So we call into radio station, but well, because we thought that, the, that we were get, trying to win free tickets for for a, a raw like raw food convention, and mm. and we actually did win the tickets, and and they told us you are going to raw, and we mm-hmm. were so excited, right, Fringa? Oh yeah, yeah, we, we were so excited. We, we were gonna bring some of our beets, and mm-hmm. we were gonna do a little bartering. Um, so we did bring a big big bag of beets with us. Yeah, Monday night later. raw. 
the mecca yeah, well, of yes. entertainment. Yeah, yeah that's true. it was on Monday. It was on Monday, and mm-hmm. we were ready for our raw food convention. We 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 pile into this dark, big dark room, Mister mm-hmm. Taker, and there there was like the stage right in the middle. And well, we were. It was not what we were expecting. We were expect more like vendor, but we were mm. like, okay, you know, maybe maybe the 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 people that come out on the on the stage and and they talk about their raw recipe, but that's not what happened. That's not what happened, right, Frigga? Well, because no. it ended up that we just see lots of big, big, the fat man, <laughs> the the come out and <clears throat> and, and the. Uh, that they hit each other, mm-hmm. and they wear the the big long shoe, mm-hmm. and they wear the 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 little like yeah the little underwear that go over your shoulder, and they this was not what we expect, but it was called raw. You you know about that? You like the show, Fringa? Did you like? Did you well, like to see the th- finest athletes? Well, so like I said, we did bring our big bag of beets with us because we thought it was a raw food networking event and we did use those beats actually um we threw them um <laughs> at the bad guy because that's oh. what you know like in, where we're from if you're a bad person if you're the bad guy in like a stage act or a comedy show or you know just whatever sort of theater that you are attending you throw vegetable at them so we were throwing our beats so I don't know if you remember, uh, I don't remember if you were a bad guy or a good guy, but you might have gotten hit by a beat. I'm sorry about that, but oh, know, and, we were... and I don't remember if it was you or not, Mr. Taker, but oh, he was a real bad guy. I do remember he was a real bad guy because you know it, he even, he like kick a chair and even oh. see him. He like take, he like take a, a paper from a, the little boy who's like, put your... Put your name down. Put your name down. And do you know what he even do? He rip it. He oh, rip it and throw it. He throw it on sick. the floor. He threw that it on the floor. Sick. And the little child looked so sad. He had a little twirly hat on and everything. He's a, real, he's a real bad guy. He even turned around. He showed everybody his, his bad finger. Oh, I know who that was. That's God. Who was that, Mr. Faker? It's a guy called the Sexy Boy, Shawn Michaels. Oh, I don't like that name. Oh, he he used to show his bare bottom to the crowd and say, no. "Take a look at that, everybody. I'm just a sexy boy. It don't matter what I do. I'm gonna pull my panties down and show my ass to to God and whoever else is watching." It got me. I I couldn't even help myself sometimes. That, I was seeing red. That's so disrespectful. Is very despectful. Despectful. I, I said, Sean, you quit that sexy crap on me. Sean, you're getting me confused out there. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's a psychological thing there. I don't know. He's looking, looking very pretty. I, I, I got, I just, it got me so pissed off. I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think straight. I, oh, I just, Mr. Taker. We yeah. so like we we so mad at the bad guy. We like we boo, we mm-hmm. hiss, and yeah. the, you know you may have even seen red uh, because we were throwing beats. Like Good Fringa on said, you. we Good were throwing you. beats, and you you know some might even say we beat him up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, we we coined that. Uh, we beat him up, and you know what? You can use that 
uh, Mr. Taker, you can use that in the ring if nah. you want. We have lots of beat. Um, I like I like culinary and I like kicking a little ass. Yeah. Tasteful humor. Yeah. I'm glad I go on some of these podcasts and they start talking. They work blue. I don't like when people work blue. Gets what what is that? Mad. What's the work start, blue? They start talking about they start using the F word. They start going, fuck this. Uh, I, I, <gasps> I don't even like hearing that stuff. It gets me mad. I, I won't do no podcast where they curse, where they talk about they talk about, you know, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. I hate that magazine with a passion. I wanna look at I wanna look at some the best athletes out there in the world, and now I'm seeing all these bikinis. Just uh, it just don't make it just don't make no sense. The Fringo but, and Lada, we did never we never curse on our podcast. No, we never curse. We never talk about bikini. Good. Um, but we, we do give a lot of advice. Um, so I you know, I thought that would be fun if you told us about some of your meals that you like to make and we'll give you advice about them. Okay. My first meal I like to do mozzarella squares with a side. Oh, that's interesting. With a side of noodles, wet noodles. I like to make sure they I give the noodles a little time to soak in the sauna, really get humid, so they're breaking a sweat, just like I break a sweat when I go in the ring. And I toss a few round, circular balls of meat onto my noodles. And I call that pissed off takers, mozzarella squares, and noodles with balls of meat you know and i like where you're going with this because really you can make a whole wrestle ring out of your plate and you know you can use fork to animate the big meat balls and you can have them crash together just like in real wrestle match and mm -hmm. you know you might even try doing the, the uh, uh, like a pile drive that that's something or like that's a, a move uh, one of the most uh, dangerous moves out there yeah, well, you can do it with the, the ball of meat, and oh. there's no danger involved. It's a good practice. You can you can brain buster a meat ball. Now, we so, tell the children, don't try this at home. But what Laddle's saying, hey, have a little fun with your food. You could do a pile driver on a meatball. Go right ahead. That won't piss me off. What pisses me off is when people bash. My culinary arts. Who did that, Mr. Taker? Did you have the bashers in your life? Oh, Fringa, Laddle. You familiar? I don't like to even say this with, with uh, trolls. No. I well, yes, they, li they live on their bridge and they yeah. don't like the Billy Goat Gruff. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we whenever we have to go uh, pay our taxes, we pay them to the troll. Mmm, the troll. Toll. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I go on the internet, like you two. And yes, we're very influenced. And you, you know, love the, the internet. 
Well, yes, and you know, we're so happy you're on the podcast tonight because mm -hmm. we know you very influenced too, Mr. Taker. So you go on the internet and there are people that, that talk to you about your food? They say, well, that looks like crap. <laughs> or they say, the hell's that? You call that food? And then they go even further. They cross a the line. They say, the cross the line? They, well, cross they the go line. even worse than that. What does what do they do, Mr. Taker? That's already so bad. They say, Mark. First, they call me by my government name, <laughs> and that pisses me off. That's it's, real despectful. It's despectful. It gets me seeing red, but I want to calm down for a moment. And then they say, Well, you're going to soil yourself if you eat that kind of crap. I'm not wait. soling myself. Well, well like, um, wait, 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 wait. What, like, what did that even, like, you take, like, you go to the store, you get, like, a bag of soil, you break it while you carry it home? Oh, like, I wish it was that simple. What did they, what they mean by that? I do not know this, this idiom. Franga, oh. do you know this, do you know this mean? Uh, well, maybe you need to eat more soil, uh, and by that, I mean more root vegetable. I don't know. Mm, the problem with veggies, I got nothing against the veggies. My wife makes me eat them when she's not hanging out with her trainer. Uh, the problem is, uh, it, well, they keep saying my man card's going to get revoked if I have too many greens. So I don't want to get my man card revoked. It's very important to a pro wrestler. The wrestlers uh, have a manned card? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. do the divas have a manned card? Or did they have the woman card? Great question. They get the butterfly title belt once they've truly become women. It's the divas championship title. Until then, they got to earn it. But the wrestlers... We gotta get. We gotta keep our man cards, and that means being in the ring. And then when we go out to eat, you ain't eating these little greens. You gotta be sucking down chili dogs outside of the tasty freeze. Was well, the, the, the divas that for to get their butterfly card? They have to eat the the green vegetable. Yeah, they gotta eat them greens. They can't be eating hamburgers like the boys do. We like and we like man-sized meals. Undertaker, no, this is ridiculous. We have one of the strongest bulls in all of the homestead uh, vicinity. What's and his name? His name is Farlow. 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 His name Big is Farlow. Fella. And Farlo. He's, a, he's a big boy. And all he do is eat greens all day. So what how do you explain hell? that? Explain that. Oh, oh maybe you could Farlo. wrestle our bull, Farlow. Uh, well, I, I would. Under normal circumstances, I would wrestle a bull. I'd wrestle a bear. I'd wrestle the biggest, most beautiful-looking man you put in front of me. It don't matter who you put in front of me. I'd wrestle him. I love wrestling. What, but I wait, got a Mr. Bad Undertaker? Back. I got a bad Mr. Back Undertaker, back. I've just thought of somebody maybe you can wrestle. You say the biggest, most beautiful man? I don't know what, I don't recall saying that. Oh, well, I was just thinking, Mr. 
Mr. Taker did. I mean, what about uh, what about wrestled Jesus? Oh. Who do you think you would win in the fight? Oh, you know what? That'd be one of the toughest opponents I'd ever have in history. The big man upstairs. Yeah, uh, that even tougher than Kamala. He's tougher than Kamala. Tougher than the big boss man. Tougher than my dumb brother Kane. And, and, and the chloroform don't work on him. Don't on work him. on him. It don't work on him. I, just when I think I have all the answers, you know what Jesus does? He changes the questions. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I I'd be know. saying. I'm a Hall of Famer, but that guy, Jesus, what he does is something else. What that beautiful man and that shredded six pack do. It, 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 and he got the long hair just like you, Mr. Taker. It, that's right. Like I still do. I got plenty of hair left yes. and a lot more to spare. Plenty of hair, long, luxurious, just like Jesus. So, Mr. Taker, I know that you also a big fan of Bible, like uh, Ladl. So, oh, it's the best I've been book. thinking a lot lately. Uh, get ready for this episode. You know, I, I'm just thinking like who'd win in the fights in in the in the wrestle matches. So, like who'd win in the fights? Jesus versus Joseph. That's Jesus. Easily. Yes, yes. that's Limber. what I told Fringa. Chiseled, broad shoulders, long hair, a back. His back got it. I think his back has abs. Those legs don't quit. The man has it going. Safe to say. Yes, and actually, Frenga and Lado got in big fight earlier when we talk about two women fight Jesus versus Satan. Mm. Well, obviously Satan because he's got hey. big muscles. Yeah, oh, that's what Frenga tried to say. No, he's he's he's, a, he's got big muscles, got a big broad I, back, big broad shoulders. But you know what he don't have? He don't have the heart of a champion. He takes shortcuts that yes. don't get you far. That don't get you so, far. Undertaker, this is I'm calling bullshit on. Oh, sorry for the swear, but I'm calling bullshit on you and what you stand for. So you're telling me that you're you're a man who is a guy of death, and you mm -hmm. rise from grave, mm -hmm. and you wear big black hat, just like Jesus, you, you, just like Jesus. No, that, okay, so Jesus, Jesus, Jesus rise from grave, Fringa. Jesus wear big black hat when it's real hot outside. Help him keep cool at the beach. <clears throat> Uh, I hate to bring it to you, Lato, but the reason why Jesus rose from his grave is because of the magic of the devil. How else would you do it? A, a necromancer, a necromancer made him do that. Hey, hey, hey! I Only didn't necromancers sign up can do that. That's dark-sided. I don't like that oh, dark-sided crap. Oh please, Undertaker! Oh please! You come, you come out the funeral bell to a ministry mm. song. You wear your dark eyeliner. You wear your deep. Uh, you know, cut leotard. Mm -hmm. You, you know, you you pretend to be this man of the dark cloth. Hey, hey and yet, hey, I love. And it. yet, you're a Bible thumper. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's a good ass hey. book. His and the cloth that he stand for, that's the American flag, Fringa. That's, that's the American right. flag, right? He stand for the flag and he kneel for the cross, just wow. like all uh, the American, the hero. Uh, okay, so so riddle me this then. Uh, I saw Undertaker squatting um, 
a little bit earlier. Uh, is that the same thing as kneeling for the cross? Why were you squatting uh, over in our side yard? Well, 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 uh, you know, I, I was having some pains in my stomach uh, unrelated to the good ass food I eat. You know, I think it's just an injury from that never got to heal. So I did, I did take a squat down there earlier and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, you know, I, I was just. Do you have problems with your groin? Mm, well, I spend a lot of time taking a lot of slam jams in that ring. So sometimes <laughs> I got to squat down and catch myself. A lot of panini presses. Doggles are delicious. Well, well, no. That's another wrestling move I come up with. The panini press. That's dangerous. I guess. I don't. Yes. Again, I don't deal in the what I do might be the dark arts, but I don't do that dark sided stuff that Satan does. That guy pisses me off. Okay, I have one more um, idea, Fringa, that I, I I want to bounce off of you on, on the podcast when we're talking about who wins in a fight. All right, uh -huh. so Fringa, Mister Piss Off Taker, who wins in a fight? The members of Ace of Base or the members of Abba? Mm. That's a tough one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, are we talking like now? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, like members of Ace of Base are like fifty, and members of uh, Abba are like seventy. So, I think, I think Abba actually. Hey, old school's cool. Do you have a shirt that says old guys rule? <laughs> Michelle bought it off me when she saw it on Facebook. My favorite website. Yeah, that's a great website. She buys my clothes from there. She bought two American flag shirts that said these colors don't run. <laughs> oh, and they did, they did not run? Are they still as blue, red, and white as you start? No, uh, I washed them a few times, and it, you know the dryer had its way with them. But do they have any some, stains on them? Well, do they those, had colors stain. Oh, uh, they had some brown stains. I don't know where those came from. It's a stain. You know, when you put clothes in the washing machine, sometimes some stuff comes out brown. Who knows what you know. Too many mysteries. That's so weird. That's mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, you know, if, if uh, Frank and I try watching a little WWE uh, the other day, get ready for our interview, and we see you, uh, Mr. Deadman, riding to the ring on the motorcycle mm -hmm. and wearing sunglasses real mm -hmm. cool <laughs> and the bandana. That's my Harvey David. That's my Harvey Davidson motorcycle. Yeah, so we're wondering, did Michelle help you pick out your sunglasses and bandanas to wear on your motorcycle? She picked out the finest snakeskin pants you could imagine. I got some snakeskin pants, all the finest leathers, because my beautiful wife cares for me. But once I get in the business, it ain't about... It ain't about my fashion. It ain't about the beautiful man right across me in the ring. It's about kicking a little ass. And I do that better than anybody for the last 36 years. Until my damn boss said, 
You're making a fool of yourself, Mark. You're a shell of yourself, Mark. Why do you still do this, Mark? Sit it out, wow. Mark. That boss of mine make me so mad hearing all about this big boss of yours, Mr. Uh. The, oh, Vince McMahon. What a mm. big... He's the bad guy. We mm. should be throwing beats at him, Fringa. Mm-hmm. All right. I, well, I, I Mr. Love him like Mark... A father. Oh, well, you know... The father relationships are very complicated, mm -hmm. Mr. Undertaker. That's right? true. Yes. So, speaking of uh, the brown stains uh, on, on your clothes, Fringa may, 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 may agree to not uh, talk about this in, until the end of episode, but this is the whole reason we invite you on the show, Mr. Taker. What's All right? that? We've been, we've been dealing with a real big mystery. Here on the homestead. Isn't that right, Fringa? Oh, yeah. It's a real mystery. Well, 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 let me tell you something. I don't know much about this mystery. And I may not have all the answers. But bitch your ass. I'm going to ask the right questions. Oh, that perfect. That perfect. So, Mr. Taker, here on the homestead, we've been finding, well... So we work with lots of animal here in the homestead, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, you know they do create the muck, and we the that which is the poop, and we have to clean, right? But we know sure. what all the what all the animal the poop to look like. Yeah, well, it's here's all the natural, thing. yeah. It's all the natural. Here's the thing, Mister Taker. There's some poops that have been showing up. We don't know where they come from, mm. and we don't know why they're there. And they show up at the at the weirdest time, at the weirdest places. Uh, uh, and we don't know what's going on, do we, Fringa? Mm. Fringa try, Fringa try to explain the way, explain the way. Real scientific mind here. She thinks she's some kind of skeptic. But you know what? At the end of the day, we have no answer. We have Let no answer, guess. Fringa. Science, Fringa, and her precious yeah. science started talking about, you know, chocolate mousse or chocolate cake, huh? Yeah, I did. Ah. That's science. That's exactly yeah. what she talked about. Liberal she tried to talk about brownies and chocolate cake. No, mm. no. She tried that to talk about mud. It's that not, don't it don't add, add up. up. It don't no. add up. It's the, it's the mud that we usually get on the homestead in the season, you know? Mm. The, the, the monsoons come through and all the sediment clumps up together. It's just, it's a natural. The finger, you're in denial. The fring is in denial, all right? You know, the other day, I go into closet, getting ready to, you know, go out on picnic, real nice sunny day. I grab my favorite hat box. I open the box. I pull out my hat. What do you think's right underneath the hat, Mr. Uh, Taker? A delicious sandwich and a bag of Lay's potato chips, maybe a bag of waffles. Oh, I sure wish it were, but oh, no, it's a mystery poop. No! It's a mystery poop that just shot out of nowhere and right in my, my hat, under my hat, my hat box, inside my closet. Now get right? that crap out of here. And I like to keep my closet locked. So well, my question right. is, how do anybody even get into my closet to get into the box to lift up the hat to put the poop? Now. So, Mr. Taker, I, I've been told by some our fan. That that you've been dealing with did did some some sort of uh, mystery poop phenomenon yourself. 
And unfortunately, that is true. Yeah, so we want to bring you on the show. Have you tell us a little bit about what you're dealing with? See if we can compare notes and uh, figure something out. I think I know what's going on. Well, first of all, what what what's happening over at your house? Well, or do you have a homestead? I have a home and I got a man cave. That's where Michelle tells me to go while she's working out with our personal trainer, getting her oh, mind like, and body right. Is that like a like a real cave with like bats and uh, stagnolites and? It's a little section of the home I built myself, a little extension to the home, but I, but there's no there's no ladies allowed, just just the big guys, some of my wrestler friends like Brian Knobs and Shutton and Jerry Sags and Uncle Howard stops by sometimes. But, so no uh, no vegetable eater allowed no. in the man cave. They get their man card revoked if they try to bring them greens into my man cave. And recently, you know, I've taken up the hobby of culinary arts. I like to I like to make my yellows. I like my meats. I just, you know, I suck them down like Coca-Cola. Mm. And then Ever since I started the man cave, I think somebody got jealous. <gasps> and then I, I, I had a f what's called a fugue state where your mind ain't there for a few minutes where you where, like you take a nap, but you're, you're awake. And, I, and one moment I'm at the Cumberland Mall trying on some dungarees. And then I noticed something. I noticed a smell. I said, oh, what it what? This don't, this don't, this don't sit right. This don't smell right. Hell's going on here. And I pull down, I pull down my dungarees and I pull down my panties and I see some brown. And I say, well, what the hell is this crap here? Yay, what's the broad idea? I, I asked the store manager at Levi's. I say, hey, what's the, what's the big idea? I'm trying on these pair of pants here. And I find a, I find a load of crap in my panties. And he goes, sir, I think you soiled yourself. I said, I think I would know if I soiled my damn self, son. Get the hell out of my face before I knock a couple teeth down your throat. So I maybe bought you a pan. Maybe you need to go shopping at True Religion. I can't. Well, I'm on a budget lately, so I don't oh. want to spend too much. Michelle don't even want me to wear diesel. And they're the best kind of jeans. But anyways, I go home. I say, hey, well, chalk that one up. Random occurrence. What else can you do? Somebody, you know, I don't yeah, know what the hell's like going a, on. It's like a swamp gas. I don't know? know what the hell will happen, but I say, you know what? Some of the mysteries of the world ain't for the dead man to solve. So I go home. I heat up a little bit of yellow. I heat up, uh, I heat up some, uh, meatballs or some wet noodles. I get, uh, an Oreo cheesecake from the Burger King, uh, some fries, mm. Jalapeno poppers, good food. And then two hours later, you know, I, I, I doze off. I'm watching some of my wrestling. I'm watching some of my friends on the TV, even though they don't want me on there no more. I still support them like a friend does. That's a good I, friend. That's right. And I wake up two hours later. And then that smell came back. You remember the smell I was talking about when I put on my dungarees? I, I remember you talk about that smell. Mr. Tiger. That smell came back and I said, 
hey, if you're in here, you better get your ass out because I don't know what the hell's going on. I opened my door and I and I, and I said, if you're out there, buddy, you you better come face me like a man because I'm pissed off. Did you yell? Show yourself. Show yourself. I said, listen here, coward. If you don't come over here, I'm gonna be pissed off. But they didn't show themselves. And then, you know, an hour came by, that smell gets worse. And I don't know where they're coming from. I'm looking everywhere. I'm looking under my sofa. I'm looking under my bed. You know, I, I call my, I call Uncle Howard. I said, hey, buddy, you smell anything funny? And he goes, no, blah, blah, blah. You know, talking about nonsense. I don't understand that guy half the time, to be honest. And then, uh, you know, I go. I said, okay, well weird gonna go take a shower i pulled out my dungarees i pulled out my panties and then there it was once again the brown no uh, do you think maybe it was like you accidentally dropped one of those balls of meat uh down your pants when you were eating your your meal and it just like sat there and it rotted and uh you know just congealed mm. and um, maybe that's what's causing it uh, miss scientist over here mm. There's that liberal science crap that that has no place in my house. That's how you. That's an easy way to get the man card revoked if you ever tried that in the man cave. No, I I, I tend to eat with my my pants and panties on, so I don't think that could have happened. And now it's essentially been happening for the last four or five months of my life. Can't explain. Wow. It. So how uh, how often you say this phenomenon happen? Mr. Taker, and do it always show up in your pant? Yes, it's been happening for you know a couple months. For some reason, I enter what's called a fugue state. I don't know what from what, and I ain't even there. But then all of a sudden, when I wake up from that fugue state, I say, hey, what? I can feel like a presence just left the area, but I missed them by half a second. Because if I would have caught them, I would have said, hey, what's the big idea? But I don't catch them. <laughs> Yet they get me. My pants, well, they're, they're, they're about as brown as you can imagine. And uh, worst of all, worst of all ain't the damage to my pants. It ain't the damage to my checkbook. It's the damage to my pride. Because I went to the Cumberland Mall mm. one day. And then I, I walked by the Foot Locker. And I see a guy dressed like a referee. And I say, hey, slap me some skin, big man. He goes, yeah. he goes, not on your life, under shitter. <gasps> oh. oh, I was seeing red. I oh, was seeing you know, red. But that's under better than seeing brown. Oh, my least favorite color. Undertaker, uh, I know that you don't like scientific opinions, but I have a scientific opinion for you. Uh, I believe what is happening to you is that you are getting April fooled every day uh, by perhaps a ghost of a wrestler that you wronged in the past. So it could have been, you know, Miss Elizabeth. It could mm -hmm. have been the chloroform guy. Mm -hmm. It could have been, you know, many, many others. Um, or Big maybe one that's man. actually... Big Boss Man, or maybe one that's alive, like McFoley might be playing a little prank on you. Oh, he loved or... to wear brown panties on in the matches. Well, that's that's a clue. 
That's a clue for you. So, Mr. Tager, I, I'm tired of hearing all this scientific mumbo-jumbo no, over it here. It don't make a lick of sense here. Thank you. It, don't, thank you, it don't make a lick of sense. So I, want, so, I want to ask you, Mr. Tager, what do you think is going on? Do you have any theories? I do. Do you have any theories? You do. We're, okay, I'm all ear. I'm all ear, Mr. Tager. The, the simplest explanation is typically... The one that's right. And I think what's happening here is that there's a person or persons named Mr. Brown who gets off. Mr. Brown. And what he does, or what they do, because now I'm thinking there's two Browns. My buddy Wayne. My buddy Wizzy R. Busy. Wayne Champagne. He used to be the something Wayne, of a wrestler. The Rock did Johnson? No, no, no. Wayne Champagne. He's about he's about five foot three from Boyden Beach, three hundred pounds, five foot three. He's about as tall as he is wide. Heck of a guy for a big heart. It's a big medical condition. He's it's, it's an ailment he has. It ain't good. Uh Wayne Champagne says, Hey, big man, I don't think you shit yourself. It's impossible. You would know. And I would. And he says, I think there's a couple people called Mr. Brown, and they're soiling your jeans, making you look a goddamn fool out there. Oh, they might, did I, didn't, I, didn't I just say that? You're making sense. Okay, okay. But he said it was a wrestler. My brothers would never do me like that. Okay. I mean, maybe not the alive ones, but maybe the dead ones. The, the ghosts do play pretty cruel tricks. Oh, I don't like that. You're talking well, some, some paranormal stuff. Mr. Well, you are an undertaker, Mr. Only on TV. Mr. Mean the Mark. Mr. Mean the Mark. Who who do you think is the Mr. Brown? Who's the Mr. Brown? And how how do he get in your house and in your pant? I set up the most expensive security system with lasers and everything. And I even talked to Sheriff Deputy Brad. Over at the police station, and then he goes, "Dang, Mark, I don't know how this guy does it. It's almost like they're it's almost like they're breaking in your house without a trace." And I said, "You're right, Brad. I don't I don't quite get it. So I don't I don't have a theory, but I do know what's gonna happen if I do catch some bitch that ever craps in my pants, and if I'm awake for it, well, God have mercy on their soul." Did Officer Brad have a tail by any chance? Uh, yeah, he liked to dance around. I didn't quite understand his methods, but uh, I respected him as an officer of the law. Mm. Just, just asking. Okay. How, how, how tall was he, Officer, officer Brad? Officer Brad uh, is a short guy, you know, a lot of energy, a lot of energy. That's what I liked about him. I said, Dad, let this, I want to talk to Officer Brad here because he's got a good head on his shoulders and he's moving around and he's quick. I said, that's an officer of the law. Who could catch Mr. Brown? Like he'd know. be bouncing off the wall? Bouncing off, just jumping around, swinging away. And then that's, you know, he ain't like these fatsos you see there scarfing down them Dunkin' Donuts. This guy here is spry. Like he more into the potassium. Fruit. Oh, yeah. He was Brett. sucking down a banana. Was, I thought, okay, hey, he's a healthy looking guy. He likes his yellow. The bananas well, are, are one of the primary yellows, my favorites to eat. And I said, okay, I trust this officer of the law. Don't make the most amount of sense, but I, but I like the energy. 
Interesting. Well, that, that's good to know. That, that That's good to know, uh, Mr. Taker. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I feel like I, I'm kind of left here with more question than answer um, in, in regard to our uh, uh, poop phenomenon. You know, I don't know if this is the same culprit on our homestead that's been uh, sneaking into your the house and so to putting the soil in your pant, Mr. Taker. But just given uh, Fringa and Ladle a lot to think about. And, you know, it also give the listener a lot to think about, too. And this is something that I keep say, Mr. Mean the Mark. I keep saying this, dead man. Somebody knows something. Somebody knows something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They so, ain't sharing either. They're, they're not sharing. But we're setting up a tip line this week. So the people be called in and leave anonymous tip. All right. Oh, that's smart. So you, that is smart. Yes. Yes, because you know, lots of people they be like a big, a big coward uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to this kind of conspiracy. But the thing is, is that this line this be totally anonymous, all right? Mm, this be totally anonymous, and there's no risk to you safety, Mister, Missus Caller, or whoever you are. Just call on in. Let us know what's going on because somebody knows something, and if you know the identity. Perhaps of Mr. Brown, Ben Harass, our good friend, I mean, Mark here from many months. You know what? who is responsible for the, the mystery poop keep popping up here in the homestead? Call in. Call in. It fits right? the MO. To fit the MO. Right, Fringa? Uh, yeah, sir. And if you like want to call and just like, I don't know, like, give us money too like maybe we could try that as well like i don't know how you can do that but i feel like we need to financially gain off of this open tip line yeah that's a great point that's great because the money can go to the research the money can go to the lab Bowcast network has to fund you all for this investigative research here you know yes we need to get in the contact with the this man that drives a, drives a van. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe we can also get some new like detective outfit, like Mary Kate and Ashley, like you know, matching detective trench coat, detective yes. hat, big magnifying yes. glass. That's how you're yes. gonna find. Yeah, you're gonna find a lot, a lot, because you got to dress the part, and you got that magnifying glass, and you'll find some clues. Okay, so if you want to leave a tip or give us a tip of money, you can do that. And uh, maybe Buzzcast will also chip in to the fund. And we'll, we'll get this, look at this little mystery, whatever. Uh, there's an explanation for everything. You guys oh, yeah. want to accept my very, very logical scientific explanation of ghost wrestlers playing daily April Fool pranks. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, but the, uh, Fringa, I know that you you like to you you think oh this this most logical explanation, but you know what? Sometimes the logical explanation, it it not most likely Fringa. Sometimes it right. just not. It just not. I mean, look at Mister Taker right here. You you know he have his troll coming here telling him at the mall, and on Twitter oh. Mr. Taker, most logical explanation. Oh, you poop your pants. He <laughs> would know if he pooped his pants. I'd be the first to know. I would be the first to know. 
He'd be the first to know. Well, we'll let we'll let the fans uh, ponder this, and we'll we'll continue to to work on this this mystery. But you know, pissed off Taker, thank you so much. Uh, this is the first time we've had like big celebrity. Um, mm. You know, I think we had like some comic book guy at one point, but you know, like you're like a real big celebrity. So thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, and uh, do you guys want to do a list, like some hashtags to close us out? Oh yes, hashtag. Dead man, hashtag me in the bark, hashtag the undertaker. That's that's for you. Hashtag waffle stomp. Oh, yes. And half tag panini press, hashtag chop drop. Oh, uh, yeah. My, my back hashtag, hurts hashtag, that. Oh, yeah. Hashtag the April Fool. Hashtag anti fool. Hashtag April Fool cock. Hashtag April Fool fox. How about you, Fringa? Uh, hashtag March 32nd. Hashtag please wrestle a bear in our homestead backyard. Hashtag side yard squat. Hashtag uh, wrestler ghost. Hashtag Mr. Brown. Hashtag, hashtag, Mr. Brown. Hashtag, hashtag Mr. Brown. And if you're Mr. Brown, call that damn tip line and confess. And I'd like to add one more thing. If you're, go- if you're calling that tip line, don't be a dumbass. Yeah, and that number is 1-800-666-6666. Bye. Bye.